0: And we are live. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Game Live. I'm here today, joined by my good friend Mr. Gaz from GameOnDaily.com and Game On Daily, the website, Game On Daily, the YouTube channel, Game On Daily, the pillow, the throw rug. What what uh, what else do you have? Game On Daily. What hats, shirts, condoms? Oh wh- wow. Okay. Enough of that. Um, welcome, Gaz. How have you been, my friend? i've been very good my first word on the show and you're already like "Ah, man i I, i'm sorry folks gaz can be a little extreme sometimes um you you have to excuse him uh we will try not to curse here today or talk about anything uh like that Gaz, i apologize calm down but we're gonna have a lot of fun today um this is gonna be a great show and uh yeah gaz it's great to have you here You know, Asa was here not too long ago, and Asa, well, he didn't really do a good job on something I like to call five questions. All right, guys, five questions. Let's get this over with. So, four trivia, and of course, one subjective question, but uh, you can still get that wrong. If I decide, you know, I don't like that answer, I'll give you the buzzer, of course. All right, so let's go ahead and get into it. But first, the music. And do you have your uh, thing on?
1: I'm gonna do all of this in auto-tune. All right, there we go,
0: there we go. Just for Asa. Asa asked for this, so Asa's gonna get auto-tune. All right, first question. Jill Valentine is the protagonist in what popular video game franchise?
1: Resident Evil.
0: Correct. Uh, And now Ace is screaming, that question was too easy, right? I'm sure he's out there upset by that. So let me ask you this now released in 1972. What was the world's first commercially successful video game console?
1: 1972. Uh, the
0: Commodore No It was the Magnavox Odyssey. What the hell is that? It's okay. it, it it was a console, sir. 1972. One of the the very first commercial video game console. Okay. All right. Released in 1996, this forgotten gaming console named Pippin was put out by on the market by a huge tech company. What is that tech company? Pippin. The Pippin.
1: What the flip are you doing to me, (laughs) man?
0: Shout out to Asa, by the way. The Pippin. Uh... The Pippin. Huge tech company. Apple. You got it right. Good job. (laughs) He just winged that one, but you got it right. Hey, I tried, Asa. I tried. All right. In the original Telltale game, The Walking Dead, can you give me the name of the f- the, the protagonist in that game? The first name.
1: Oh. Oh, uh, the Walking the f-
0: Dead Telltale series.
1: I was the black the guy. First game. It was such a sick game.
0: Oh. Mm, yes.
1: Oh. Uh.
0: Don't tell him, chat.
1: I'm not looking at chat. I'm just going to call him Sean. I don't know.
0: It was Lee. It was Lee.
1: I don't remember
0: that. All right, so your very last question here. You did very poorly today, and you might have read Apple in the chat. People are saying you read it. I don't know, gas. I, 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 I don't know, gas.
1: Confirm or deny, I love you, chat.
0: I'm stripping it away from him. No. I'm stripping it away. <laughs> all right. Anyways, you you, you know you, you did horribly. You did horribly. All right. You did horribly. What's your fam- favorite game of last generation?
1: You're going to strip away points for this one as well. Uh, I think, very good question. I think for me, last gen, it was Titanfall for me. Titanfall? Really? Yeah, Titanfall.
0: <sighs> okay, I'll give you that. Yeah! Titanfall is not a terrible game, so I'll give you that. <laughs> All right, so now, Gaz, we're going to talk about what everybody's talking about right now. I mean, it's the acquisition heard around the world. Uh Microsoft buys Activision Blizzard and for $68.7 billion. What are they doing? What are they doing here, man?
1: They're buying the world,
0: man. They're buying everybody. They're going to buy you next. Game on Daily is up next.
1: (laughs) Bias, please. Put you in Game Pass, right? We need the money. Um, There you go. Bro, uh, I think a lot of people don't realize um, or take on board because the number is so astronomical, it's ridiculous that Microsoft, one of the biggest companies in the world, what, top one, two, three, whatever. um,
0: They're up there, yeah.
1: Spent this much money ever in its history as a company and for it to do it in the gaming space, what does that say? I mean, look, the Activision thing is insane anyway, because remember this Mm -hmm. whole acquisition season talk? (laughs) Special, Nick, you The whole point, the, the, there was so much conjecture about which um you know publisher or studio was out that activision didn't even come really in the conversation anyone if it's, someone mentioned is like shut up um and the fact that it happened is shocking but it's the number that co- that comes with it that that sends send shock throughout the industry and there it, it is to, after a week or less than a week still reeling from it still reeling from it it's mad man yeah like, yeah
0: it, 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 it's insane I, i'm gonna read this from brigadiers blue thank you uh, for the uh, five dollar super chat here he says another sunday stuck at work sadly but i'll be sure to check out the show afterwards especially with gaz being here and all the sauce he's sure to bring oh, and yes so he much. will be bringing some sauce here i we've talked a little bit behind the scenes that's why we are a little late because yeah. we're talking about what we are gonna say here, what was on the table, what was off the table, and guess what? There's nothing yeah. off the table. No. It's all gonna be laid out here. We're gonna give it the the, the full sauce here, right? Oh, uh, yeah. We're try- we're gonna try not to curse here or whatever, but we are gonna Come get on. into some sauce, talk about what this may mean to some people, gamers out there, uh, the, the industry, what it's gonna mean to the industry here. I think that this has big implications it has a huge impact on so much. But I think the biggest impact, Gaz, and I think you would agree here, is the fact that the developers here that are underneath uh, Activision, Blizzard, they really win here.
1: They really do because there's a lot of animosity, a lot of animosity with Bobby Kotick, a lot of bo- animosity with the management and how it's yep. run. A lot of people, are, and and this has been happening for years, if people don't remember, I think it's 2019 or 2020, 21 actually um that overwatch 2 and diablo 4 the two big next games they they literally sent out statements saying we have to push these back because we've got lots of voluntary this is the wording they used: voluntary you know mm-hmm. staff leaving and management issues there was a lady of whose name i forget put in the management position and immediately left after being hired there was a problem, a you know, like a, a, an endemic problem throughout that that company, and a lot of people. We'll talk about this in a bit about the yeah. negatives and all the the for outrage but yeah for the yeah. company for the employees if you see on twitter so much anger um from one uh, particular dev working on overwatch 2 I like bobby tell everyone it was your fault tell everyone what you made us do with overwatch 1 and mm-hmm. how you put on all these projects and how they got treated there's a lot more than the sexual harassment stuff which yep. let's be honest was ridiculously just yeah you can't just, defense, the guy's but, a real
0: asshat for sure
1: yeah yeah, yeah. 100%, i mean Normally we wouldn't say that, but that guy, like he is like the comic book villain. And um, so he's like, yeah, there was a lot of that, but ultimately the staff, well, let's think about the staff. And it's great that you, that's the first thing you asked. It's great. Of news. course. It's yeah. great news for the staff. I, 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 know, I, I, I think that rest.
0: that has to be put out there because again, there is so much doom and gloom from so many different media outlets and gamers uh, Like, There's gamers out there that are pushing that this is terrible for the industry, I but why. let's be real. Activision Blizzard was on a, a downworld uh downward spiral. Uh they were in flames and I'll I'll just say it. Yeah, Microsoft looks like the good guy here and they are the good guy here. They I picked them up.
1: They approached Microsoft. Potentially, they approached potentially. Microsoft. No, no. Look. Bro. Well, that's who, because the Who, oh, who would have been better? Who would have been better to save? Exactly, this company? exactly. Not what name me one company you, that could have been better than Microsoft. Facebook
0: Gaming uh, Amazon Luna, that
1: robot uh, yeah, Mark exactly, Zuckerberg. exactly. Yeah, right. He's talking Ten, Ten, Ten cents. Because
0: cent. they did uh, the want to be, they did want to be purchased. This is what they, we were saying on uh, ILP. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, we were talking about how they did want to be purchased here because the investors wanted Kotick out. He didn't yeah. want to leave. You could see that this guy still doesn't want to leave, but he's right. going to leave underneath yeah. Microsoft. It's, it's happening. Obvious.
1: Yeah. and and the thing is
0: he's still acting coy about it still pretending like he did nothing wrong Uh, he's going to be leaving with a golden parachute for sure but at the end of the day the the point is he's leaving and i think that's the number one thing to take away here because it's good for the developers it's good for the gamers we're finally going to get to a point where call of duty is not pushed every year these these developers aren't forced to push this machine because that's what it was it became a machine
1: and that would have what it would have remained under Tencent? It would have remained a machine. For, yep. for one. Let, let, let's just put a little bit of perspective here. So early on, Phil Spencer 1 alludes to obviously the staff and fixing the culture. He's done that before. He's done it in a different way at Xbox and sort of the culture out and gaming. Fine. Mm-hmm. Then he talked about already revi- revitalizing old ips that got squandered at activision so many i'm making a video now about all the games that are under yeah. the umbrella and there's so many good games i'm like oh and it's exciting they can come back um so there's that so that's another positive positive. and finally finally it's just this bold move okay actually it's four things third and we'll talk about it, I'm sure, the Call of Duty exclusivity thing. Oh yeah, Because We're if it was Sony, yeah. you wouldn't even have this conversation. But he's like, whatever, his desire. We'll get into that. But finally, putting COD, and there have they've already been murmurs about making it biannual or maybe sitting in the yep. back burner. There are a multitude of studios, so many heads or so many personnel working on COD on that machine that are going to be freed now. That's good for COD and good for for any activision ip that they're working on win win and you will go into the consolidation fears in a bit but to me it's a resounding win for gamers and they may say "Gaz, you're so biased you're the source hat you love xbox that's why you're saying it but i genuinely acer who's in the chat has been on the ball from day dot against active Activision, especially versus EA. He's like, he's been calling them out for yeah. ages. And yeah. I've been there with before of Daily was even born that he was doing that. And you know, there's a reason for that. Massive win for gamers, massive win. Come at me if you think it's otherwise. <laughs> I welcome you.
0: Yeah, Ashtree Gaming, uh, thank you for the $8 super chat. He says, hey Fonz and Gaz, watching from Australia, always been a fan. Thank you, he has.
1: Try, am I? This, this guy, try. honestly,
0: Astree is guy. one of the very first supporters i've had and this goes he goes back at least five years out with him. He's nice it's guy. insane yeah he's, he's a great guy too and he makes content himself check him out Ashtree gaming right here on youtube great guy yeah. uh yeah. yeah so i i think that that had to be said about these developers and and how these gamers can view this deal rather than the doom and gloom that's being spread by a lot of journalists uh you know i can't really understand how this deal is is so bad because we're going to get into it right now, the 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 outright biasness of some of the journalists. Okay, because I'm not here. I, I've never been one to say you know journalism bias. There, Microsoft's getting a raw deal because journalism bias, but I kind of think they are in this this situation. The I mean, if you look at the fact that people have the audacity to say. Sony taking away uh, taking away complete franchises is a good thing. And then now stating, you know, what Xbox is doing here is bad because they're taking away franchises. It's yeah. just hypocrisy. Hypocrisy it's, at its best, man, it is, or worst, however you look at it.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's at its worst and at its best. It's just, that's the double standard. We had this conversation, we had Jeff Grubb talking about a great chap and Miles as well. and. I've always said this. You're why are you so anemic in your efforts when it comes to calling out timed exclusivity, which has been a feature of something which has been perpetuated by all parties, but my Sony and PlayStation have done it for time. Why are you not applying that same energy? And I know we we were on Iron Lords and Colin Moriarty was there. And I really wanted to tackle that point because Colin is obviously a force in the space. I mean, the guy and and no I, I do want
0: to preface this by saying, though, Gaz, I do respect Colin. I respect his thoughts. I respect, respect, thoughts. Yeah, I respect I, even though I don't agree with him on this situation, I agree, I agree with him on a lot of others. The guy do, is I, very level-headed. But I think in this situation, he's showing some of that biasness.
1: Yeah, uh, look, I... I like I like Colin and he- I like a lot of things about him. Although it's a lot he got it in a silver plate with the IGN and the whole thing. But I I do I do respect him. I respect the space. I like that the independence there. But when it comes to this, I don't see. And the reason why I bring Colin because he's a force and he has an influence. That's why I bring him up. And I sometimes and the reason why I'm prefacing the disclaimer is because he's not here to defend himself, right? So, but
0: thanks. He
1: was one of the few people and Jason Shrier because I like you know on him but he's look. He, he knows what he does he, okay i'll say this okay and apologies if someone takes this the wrong way but i don't like that jason schreier blocks people but perpetuates his arguments constantly forward. like you're not inviting discourse you've cut out discourse but you fire these and shots. we're talking so jason...
0: civil discourse we're not talking about fighting attacking no oh, yeah, you're talking oh, about just yeah, well yeah, no, no joking, i mean being, being honest <laughs> here when yeah, somebody yeah. proposes a good argument He still blocks them.
1: Bro, he blocked me because I said, Jason, how can you block David Jaffe for saying something, claiming he didn't say something he did, but the guest was Days Gone Dev was on his show saying the same things he said. Question, right? Block. Block. I was like, right now you're gonna be my main bad guy in my source videos because, th- and I don't like that. So this is what Jason Schreier says. He goes, "I'm on vacation today, but if I were not, if I were not, I would be calling up some antitrust experts because Xbox buying Bethesda and now Activ- Activision sure seems like the type of horizontal merging that the DOJ pr- frowns upon." He's entitled to his opinion. He's entitled yeah. to his opinion. Why are you making That's that phone call? But like, okay, and then you've got so dan stapleton from ign then deleted his tweet he says unless you own microsoft this is an insult to us by the way unless you own microsoft stock there is no reason to cheer on acquisitions like this really studios that have been making multi-platform games will now be focused exclusively on xbox and pc that's good for xbox not good for consumer choice completely ignoring the fact that these studios have been bleeding talent completely ignoring the fact that the studio has been encumbered by the COD IP relentlessly in that stupid machinery that's been churning out the same soulless games over and over again. But we're, we're cheering because we're Xbox fanboys. All right, let's ignore all the criticisms that Activision no, Blizzard has I, been you know, I You
0: know, I have to interject, Gaz. I, I responded to that tweet of his before he deleted it. And I responded oh. simply with oh. that I personally am not a fanboy but I'm happy because these games are going to Game Pass day one. As a consumer, that helps my wallet. So that is yeah. why I would cheer it on, but yeah. I, I don't understand how that logic eluded him. I don't understand how somebody can look at it and just say, oh, antitrust, oh, this is bad for gaming, oh, this is going to be negative for gamers. When I'm looking at the positives, when I'm yeah. looking at it, Game Pass day one, yeah, yeah, my- what's wrong with that? What's wrong with me maybe wanting deleted, to save money? Yeah.
1: Maybe he deleted his tweet because he realized it was a bad tweet and maybe he realized the error of his way. So maybe I'll give him benefit of the doubt. But then Colin Moriarty, um, he says, it's bad for creativity, bad for devs. How bad for players? How? Like, okay, okay, oh, okay. Bad how... Let's, let's
0: okay. Bad for devs, let's tackle that. Bad for devs. Bad for developers that are already on a sinking ship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So like you're saying the drown? people that, that, that You're saying a company and now let's not gaslight here. Let's not say that Microsoft can do no wrong because they have done wrong in the past, but what we know of now with the culture at their, you know, development studios and stuff, they don't push the crunch culture. They don't push uh, any, they don't advocate for any bullying. That's for sure. So you're, you're taking a company like this, that's pulling them up by their bootstraps as their, the ship is sinking and saying, Hey, We'll take you on. We'll make sure this stuff is out of there. We'll make sure that you don't have the crunch. We'll make sure that you're not going to be pushed to to develop this machine of a game year after year. I think this benefits developers.
1: I mean, this, exactly. That's what it does. But where's the substance in the argument? Making these broad, you know, statements and blanket statements. I get it. It's for the hits, but substantiate your points and almost entirely from what I've observed, because you need a Patreon membership as well. So benefit that yeah. massive disclaimer, I haven't seen the full thing, so if I'm going at him, at least maybe I should watch the whole thing. But you've got a patreon paywall there, so maybe I have to pay for that. Uh, but yeah, I just don't. But,
0: but we did so, have to hear. We did hear what he had to say today on uh, Iron Lords. What was Lords. that? What was so, that though?
1: This is why I, I was on ilp I, yeah. I I wanted to tackle it, but I had to be respectful. Shout out yeah, to of the course, uh, of Iron Lords and Cog. I cannot break their decorum rules and go, go out. Go go at colin and he was leaving and he stayed a little bit to hear what i said but i wanted to make sure he was there so i could tackle and have a discourse with him and i was like hey colin are you still there and he, he goes yeah but i have to go and he's like why are you there waiting for me to talk i like the guy i love the way he he challenges things he's not afraid to say something but he doesn't i but again haven't seen the full thing i don't think he has a strong case then and he there was a couple of points
0: i wanted to challenge him on as well but i wasn't even on the show at the time so of course he was gone before i was there but there was a couple of key points and i'm gonna get get into that in a second uh faisal double double oh seven here says faisal Faisal, i'm not sure that's how you say it but i'm sorry if i butchered that faisal faisal double oh seven he's a
1: qatari prince man he's the prince of qatar
0: okay Faisal. faisal Okay, why certain people throw their negative assumptions about what Xbox would do with the studios when the documentary shows Phil is different and he has nothing with his predecessor's mistakes except fixing. Uh, see, the thing is, like, yeah, the, the, the documentary was great and Phil is a nice guy, okay? Like, I, I've talked to Phil before too. Really nice guy, but at the same time, you get a lot of corporate speak and let's be honest when phil was talking uh i've got his quote here that he put on twitter about all this about the acquisition and everything and about this exclusivity possible exclusivity for uh the uh, call of duty i'm going to read the quote here it says had good calls this week with leaders at sony i confirmed our intent to honor all existing agreements upon acquisition of activision blizzard and our desire to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. Sony is an important part of the industry and we value our relationship.
1: Don't you love that, that is total no. corporate jargon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's corporate jargon. And I love the fact that it's almost like we are now the gaming industry and Sony <laughs> is a good part of that. <laughs> That's yeah, it, kind, kind of. <laughs> but but again,
0: and, and Hogue said it very eloquently on ILP, and it's exactly what I've been telling people the past few days is it, it's even in my video. He wants to look like good guy Phil. The, the, yeah. He has to look good, not only in front of the gamers, but the regulators as well that could stop this deal. Mm-hmm. And plus, he can't even say whether or not this this is going to happen until the deal is finalized, until the regulators it, the, go through it with a fine tooth comb, because they can easily say, Gaz, no, this deal's not going through unless uh, it, it, this is going to be contingent upon this game staying multi-plat, Call of Duty.
1: Absolutely. That could happen. Ho- shout out to Hoag Law, by the way. Yeah. That guy is, I'm sure, much more accomplished lawyer because he's in mergers and acquisitions as well, which is an absolute minefield. I'm just comprop. He's he's brilliant. And he was on the show in ILP. And he actually, he has good friends with Colin. And he, he had a great retort about why it's a positive thing in terms of the corporate speak. Phil has a silver tongue, like okay, so says, and um, like, and as he should do because he's in that space. They all do, gonna... yeah, yeah, absolutely. And ultimately, we have to understand if anyone's allowed to have that. So that tweet was pushed out with a team of lawyers double checking every word, every syllable, everything. This is a seventy, nearly near seventy. Billion dollar deal, the biggest of its kind in history, in this space. So there will be silver speak, and then this obviously inevitably leads to the cod question and its exclusivity. And my answer is, I'm sitting on the fence because I don't know one. We don't know. yeah
0: but we don't know and and we'll get into that uh, whether or not we believe it's going to be exclusive or not or where yeah. exactly we're at but um i want to yeah. touch on this real quick quick because rdx sonafet with the uh, two dollars and 79 cent super chat says is sony spider-man exclusivity a monopoly no it's not a monopoly but i know what you're getting at and i'm gonna get, get into this because we were touching on it with uh colin and his <laughs> remarks
1: so Uh, acer Asa says they don't all have silver tongues jim ryan has a lead tongue (laughs) oh man
0: Uh, if that ain't a lie yeah
1: um so colin's remarks when he was
0: talking about um on the iron lords anyway and this is not an attack at all on colin i again i respect the man but i feel that he's he's wrong in so many ways here he was speaking about how uh sony Uh, acquiring studios, buying studios, is not the same as Xbox in the way they bought their studios because Sony originally cultivated relationships with all these companies before they did deals, before they got bought out. And I'm thinking to myself, uh, yeah, I guess, but you could say the same thing for companies that just put games out on Xbox as well. I mean, because you mentioned Ben Studios, okay? Because I I had to make this, I wanted to call him out on this. He mentioned Ben Studios, how they made Siphon Filter before. They, they, they were bought this. out. Yeah, and, and okay. I was thinking to myself, okay, they made Siphon Filter, I get that, and that was on PlayStation exclusively at the time, but look at what their relationship now.
1: <laughs> is the, where, is, is their happened?
0: relationship so kumbaya? And, and are, <laughs> are, are, are they in great spirits now? Ben Studios is not very happy with the way they dealt with Days Gone, period.
1: Remember, Colin was in the limelight again about, look how they treat their studios. Actually, that was Dustin saying that. And look at Sony Bend, great point. And you've had like multiple times, you've got John Garvin talking about- Yeah, how, how many of their
0: developers? Yeah, John Garvin, you've had a couple of their developers at Bend Studios on David Jaffe's show, talking about yeah. their how, how they've been displeased with some of the stuff that Sony has done and the way they kind of just shoved that new ip out the wayside when personally i felt like it was a good ip it was one of those ips that you felt like you know what they're going to they're going to nail it on the next one their sophomore outing was going to be amazing that's what i thought
1: you, you know he You know, he made a great point, John Garvin. He said, why did Killzone 1 get a chance, but we didn't? And look at Killzone 2. It was like 90 meta or something, 93 or something on Metacritic. Why doesn't Days Gone get a chance? Because you admit it's flaws. There were development issues, but there was potential there. I haven't played it. But I'll say this. I will say this. This point about, oh, but they have, like, organic growth. Absolute load of Because, (laughs) one, Xbox when the Bethesda acquisition, how organic was that growth? They had a pre-existing relationship that was going like this. They literally sent a cake, uh, this is Bethesda, to Microsoft after they increased the hardware uh, on one of the consoles, uh, uh, 360 or Xbox One with a RAM. They increased the RAM, they sent them a RAM cake. There was like a joke inside, like, thank you. They have been... Everything like this is predicated on relationships. The industry demands it almost. Cause how do you think you have these conversations happen? So it's absolute absolute nonsense. Also, this organic growth. Understand that PlayStation was in the industry a whole gen and a half before Xbox at a time where this relatively the industry was at its infancy so of course they fostered relationships where everything was literally like an almost embryonic stage at that point mm-hmm. so very different kettle of fish so everyone talks about this organic growth a load of absolute utter b- in in comparison to what this conversation is about there are always pre-existing relationships don't don't put what sony on the pedestal about oh they they do it in a holier than thou way sony are more cutthroat than microsoft and that's a cultural thing and you just don't do that because i will lazy you if you come there's to that point. so many
0: and and this isn't just about Colin. Don't don't get me wrong. So many other no, people no, no, say this Colin. as it's well. Colin. This gamers yeah. gamers say this as well. You know, there's there's yeah. uh, fanboys and stuff that love to preach that how Sony is just so kumbaya with their studios. Mm-hmm. I, again, I point to Ben Studios and go, "You are, really really because they would like to make Days Gone too. They would like to finish that game uh, because it ended. Uh, if you played uh, the game and uh, got to the secret ending." You knew that it ended on a cliffhanger okay and so uh, a part two would have been great again i i feel like they could have nailed uh, that game in the uh second game uh facial yeah. 007 thank you again he says when sony had the relationships in the past before xbox came was few uh, uh, was few options to where you put your games so his ben studio is invalid
1: when sony had the relation in the past before xbox came ex, there was few options to where you could put your game. so yeah yeah this is kind of an extension of what i'm saying a whole different yeah, it is. the industry was different it was literally nintendo and playstation so it's such a not uh, yeah yeah i've said my point and and, on I, that.
0: and 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 i don't see that again i i see this situation where people like to say oh but microsoft is buying publishers and and big studios so they're taking all these franchises away and i'm like okay i understand that difference between buying a whole publishing outfit and and buying uh, exclusive rights to certain specific games different i see the difference there but where i don't see the difference is removing these franchises these big franchises from other platforms they're both doing the same thing they're They're... both doing the same thing just because uh, sony can't afford to buy the cow doesn't mean they're not milking the franchises (laughs) Okay, they are definitely milking those franchises. They are taking whole franchises Spider-Man Final Fantasy I mean those are huge fan franchises pretty much everything Square Enix brings out now. They take uh, exclusivity of they take over
1: 100% Spoken
0: exclusive For who knows how many many years?
1: How many like 18 months or something stupid to the point where it's almost irrelevant but by the time it comes exactly. to Xbox, it's not going to be and they've done this all the time they've done it all of last gen they did it unashamedly this carry on doing this they get what you deserve you get you want a business for one thing but when xbox does dustin legary kind of got kind of a nice little uh little rant about it but i just don't understand timed exclusives are worse yeah. they're way worse because you are not fostering talent you're literally removing an experience from one player base whereas now with activision we can be confident com- com- considering its history that the games will benefit from it. already we're talking about new games being coming in already excitement in in the industry yeah How already bad?
0: You, you know reinvigorating old franchises the talk is yeah. already coming out yeah. Because Activision, look- again, it, they, were, they were playing these franchises like machines. They were basically saying, okay, we're going to produce Call yeah, of Duty right. year after year for this amount of money. And, uh, you know, we're going to p- plug uh, Overwatch full of microtransactions. Uh, World of Warcraft was just a-, a machine as well where it just yeah. beca- it lost the soul of the game. The heart and soul of the game was sh- stripped out years ago.
1: That, that's the problem they became soulless husks of what they were and activision yep. had a history of doing this with guitar hero with tony hawk it was a problem they were known for killing all these great great ips i mean blur didn't get a second chance he deserves maybe he can now the uh, i mean and yeah and joke. then I'd, I'd like to jump over to
0: sony and say yeah. where's the next siphon filter where's the next days gone where's the next but, in, in a line of great franchises because where, where is uh what what is that game um resistance
1: yeah you know what where they're coming they're coming and and why they're coming because now they have no choice but to make sure they come and why because of this acquisition if you're Sony you're like we have to go all out it's sink or swim right now because we relied on COD our little timed exclusives and relying on this being lackadaisical generally does not float if you're sony right now their share price tanked their board meeting would be very heated they're like okay what is it that we need we need to go back so, so asa makes a great point about this all the time about you know playstation trying to mimic or owing or tro- well while doing so mimicking its cousins in the same in the sense of nintendo they're gonna have this conversation how do you do that We have to bolster a first-party outfit. Make PlayStation what it's known for, for these games. And they will do it. So your siphon filter, your resistances that you want, maybe even parapa, all of that. I, don't know. It's gonna I don't know hyper accelerate i don't know
0: if that's going to be you know uh, I, I don't know if they're going to create all those games because not, i think sony is them, thinking but... what is going to what is going to generate the most money all right sony has become a machine in making games kind of samey. you know we've we've seen the, the genre of game that they like to push um yeah. some people like to call them sad dad you know walking simulators <laughs> i personally love those type of games so i like what sony's pushing there however you do see a trend in what sony creates over there on that side and yeah. so again i would go back to are their developers really doing what they really want to do is there mm-hmm. any push from sony there because again i have to point to ben studios mm-hmm. they were being yeah. uh, they were put on 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 helping out making the remake on the last of us instead yeah. of creating days gone Two. and that's yeah, the yeah. facts yeah and they no, didn't no, want to do that
1: they, and i'm not saying microsoft are not guilty of their history with their management of studios it isn't all that great either i mean look at what happened to fable and hopefully that will improve now with they gave it to playground games great which is amazing sony need to kind of follow suit in terms of that and i think i'm confident in i'm very confident in sony making returning fire in a way that is nothing well isn't just returning fire and acquisitions we know their wallets are are considerably uh you know depleted in terms of funds especially comparatively but really they if sony and i'm i'm without having any insight obviously but if it's sony and they're sitting on the table right right we need to really reestablish us as the gaming brand we need to better wipe out better siphon filter better all these legacy titles and more and innovation and they got psvr I am very confident that Sony will do, will do everything it can to make sure that people are reminded that that is the best or you know, obviously subjective best platform for people to play. This is the thing that will hyper accelerate that competition has reached fever pitch. It has gone to another level. So both PlayStation and Xbox gamers, you're in for an excellent time. And this Activision Blizzard acquisition is a big reason for that as well.
0: Yeah, and I think that with Sony, uh, you know, I feel like they, they are going to strike back. They're going to do something. But 100%. I think they're going to do it in a, in a way where they're going to show maybe more of their games that are way out. You know, maybe. they might tease some games that might not be coming to fruition until five years from now because yeah. they're going to want to push excitement. And it does. I've, I've said this for years. I would like Microsoft to do that, you know, push games that are coming out years out just to get me excited for the brand. You know, yeah. I, I like getting excited. Oh, I'm going to be able to play that on my PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be able to play that on my Xbox. Me it's too, great yeah. to hear things like that, you know, to, to get that excitement. Yeah, but I definitely. also think that they're going to fight back with exclusivity deals like they've been doing. They're yeah. going to keep more off of the Xbox platform. And that's what I don't understand is, again, I have to I have to push that over and over. Because people are making it look like Xbox is the bad guy here by taking something away sony's been doing it all this time they've been taking away franchises from xbox for many years
1: you're talking about a platform that gives you so much freedom to experience those games beyond the box you've got it on pc soon you'll have it on your tv you can play it on your mobile with xcloud game pass is so good that people's argument against it is that it's too good to be sustainable PlayStation in the picture isn't doing that. It's the company that's making you pay record prices for these games. Well, not record, but whatever, $70 for this game. Uh, I don't know, the, the double standards are getting called out because it's like, all right, you're taking the make now. It doesn't make any sense in the reality of things. But
0: And you know, the bottom starts- line is, I'm not even really mad at it, Gas. I don't care that they're taking away franchises because I have a PlayStation and that's what I'm doing. Like when they have a franchise there, that's where I play it. So as yeah. a multi-console owner, I really don't care, but, but I have to call to out the hypocrisy.
1: Position,
0: yeah. I have yeah. to call out the hypocrisy. That's what it's about for me. It's like you can't say one for one company and then totally overlook exactly the same thing going on over there, and and, and act like it's all kumbaya. I just it,
1: don't, I don't think you think it's exactly the same thing. I actually. It's not exactly think the same.
0: Worse. No. Yeah. It's, it's not worse. exactly, but I, it, it's a problem.
1: It's a problem. Uh, and times exclusivity is going to happen. Maybe even I don't know. I don't think Microsoft would even entertain that notion. But it depends on what kind of yeah. games. Because imagine something like Rockstar and GTA. Sony will be like, "All right, let's get that loan. Let's get that." Yeah, exactly. Six
0: okay, let's talk about that. Let's yeah. say, guys. I'm talking to the chat as well. Uh, let's say they go ahead and and Sony decides. Guess what? We're gonna we're gonna pay for exclusive rights for a year let's say even two years for Grand Theft Auto 6. What yeah. is that gonna make you do as a consumer? Go out and buy as a gamer, go out and buy a PlayStation 5. Cause you're gonna, you're gonna feel that FOMO. You're not gonna be left out. You're gonna be there. That's what I would do is I would play it on PlayStation. Even if I was a diehard Xbox fan, I would play it on PlayStation.
1: If, if you like the game. Better? How does that make GTA 5 better or GTA 6 better? How would that it, make it better?
0: It doesn't make it better.
1: It would have, but if it's if it was it was like an acquisition with more funding, more talent pool, all that money. GTA Six. Imagine Microsoft bought Take Two, Rockstar, whatever. They funnel the money in. They got. Untold resources. Look at what bloody Ninja Theory are doing with Hellblade Two. Now imagine all that money and all talent pool, all all this talent knowledge consolidated, and yep. you can make GTA Six would one hundred percent be a better game than what GTA Five would be because Sony just writes a check and says, so, "All right, don't let them have the game," because that's all exactly. Is. That's a good
0: point. That's a good point because there's been so many times uh Microsoft has done that, wrote that check to fund the game itself but also, you know, got that exclusive ride or whatever, yeah. or bought the company. Look at Psychonauts 2, for instance, with Double Fine. Yeah. They made that game better than it was going to be initially. Yeah. So Carlos Alvarado has a good uh, super chat here. He says, hopefully this will enable PlayStation to make multiplayer games. And I, I think they will make more multiplayer games because they have to. They have to, to really support a, a Game Pass-like service on their yeah. console. They're going to need more multiplayer games, and I think they will build uh, upon that for sure.
1: Yeah, definitely will. So this is another thing about heightening competition. For you consumers and PlayStation fans out there, shouldn't you be happy about this? Because any question about Spartacus now not doing day and date is almost eliminated because in order for that to be viable compared to its competition, it needs to have day and date, which will also then result in more multiplayer games. You know
0: what, before I, I disagreed with that, I, I, before this acquisition especially, I was like, you know, they don't need to do day and date right away. They can wait years and years. But now it's almost like, no, they need to do it. If Spartacus is going to have any chance against a juggernaut like Game Pass, years ahead of, of Spartacus, it's got day and date, and now potentially Call of Duty exclusivity, they're going to need to do something.
1: As Asa makes a good point losing COD is surely the rebirth of SOCOM that's another IP Yeah, that's exactly definitely a serious conversation if it's not already or already in the works that PlayStation will be having and that's, the way, the, that's and the way they Socom fight back
0: That's the way they fight back. be epic. Yeah. Point, yeah, SOCOM yeah. Uh, yeah. Resistance they could do so, so much within game pass one. and they have so many IP there that
1: they've forgotten they've left behind I, this will force the PlayStation on one days. I'm telling you, the beauty and the variety and diversity of PlayStation One days is coming back because of this. We said this like last year, but now it's, I'm so convinced it's coming mm-hmm. back. And yeah, it, no, it a multi-console I, I, game is amazing.
0: Yeah, I'm with you 100. I think this is what I love about what Microsoft is actually doing this generation, actually competing yeah. in the space buying up these studios actually is making sony do things outside their comfort zone they're doing things i mean for anybody out there to say no playstation won't do this playstation won't go day and date never say never because look uh, one time people said sony's games ain't going to pc guess what they're on pc yep so, Hargeet, <laughs> which we uh,
1: documented quite well.
0: <laughs> my boy Hargeet, five dollar super chat says ILP is go- is still going. Yes, uh, yeah, wow. ILP is 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 that's another machine in the industry that must
1: be stopped. No, I'm just kidding. I love <laughs> ILP. Everyone in the panel, ILP are the both. Yeah,
0: I did, oh, dude, I should do a show with all of the ILP on the show. That would be amazing. I did,
1: I did a one with a Sov, uh, Cog, and King. David. Yeah, I that want them epic. all
0: i haven't been I able haven't. to watch this live we'll watch it after ilp finishes just wanted to support my man at fawns rally gaming and gaz thank you very much Hargy. i really appreciate yeah. that man you're That's probably true. not here right now but i appreciate that brother yeah. and, and uh the Dark Knight, my, my boy the darsh with the ten dollar super chat thank you very much man i wow. think people need to realize that xbox competed with sony when they were not fully behind gaming now we now we and sony are experiencing an a fully switched on xbox we will benefit from it via game pass angle he's 100 percent correct i agree yeah. with that man what do you think man
1: uh dodge you don't make good points i know you know you made a great point it's a great point it's a great point because people need to be reminded of that and dodge puts it quite succinctly yeah Xbox Ever since- didn't have... Oh, Xbox at the start had the backing. If you follow the power on whatever the documentary is called, you could see how yep. tentative Bill Gates was with this console. And then they were still finding their footing with the Xbox 360. They, they did really well, but it wasn't like with the backing of uh, xbox so when dodge mentions this he's echoing satya nadella's statement about being all in on gaming which people scoffed at kind of like really because and i rightfully so there's a it's you know sketchy track record there no doubt don't even doubt it that 67 billion dollar deal has cut the tongues of anyone any fanboy who says that xbox isn't taking gaming seriously because they just yep. clapped you in the face with that argument
0: i want to thank uh jordy xbox era for joining a new channel member he's been a great supporter for a while thank you very much yeah <laughs> sorry you, I had, to it, huh? you had, had to do it you had to do it You had to go <laughs> and ruin the show with that no i'm just kidding uh no uh seriously though i i, I think this is great for competition that's why it's great for gamers man i don't that's understand really. the, the the big hate for this again This company was in turmoil; it was going down in flames underneath Kotick. He was not wanting to leave. His investors uh, wanted him out. That's why they were looking to be bought. Yeah,
1: and again, that's why they approached Microsoft. Even
0: Colin himself, my boy Colin, said, "Yeah, that was the best alternative for Xbox to buy him."
1: So why are you going? uh, I feel guilty because he's not here. Yeah, I wish he was here to,
0: to explain that.
1: I know, and Colin, but, I, don't, I don't know if you're watching this. It feels like I'm nah, going on a crusade against it. you, but it's not. If it, this could be Colt Eastwood and he said something stupid, I'd go after him, and then we'd chat about it. But because you're not accessible, I just want to like shake. Colin. Like, are you serious with this? Here's the thing. And this
0: point. Th- this this is where I will say um, where Colin's not wrong. You know, if you look throughout history in any kind of business or whatever, when a monopoly you know happens, it always hurts the consumer in the end. Okay, I'm not saying that that's what's going to happen here, but traditionally, that's what you usually see. Monopolies take over and then they start freaking giving it to the consumer.
1: I 100 percent agree. I'm not saying don't even entertain the notion about this because it's stupid when you're talking about this is Microsoft in the 90s. That was very aggressive and employed tactics that were were sued a
0: lot sued yes, a they lot were, and rightfully so
1: because they yeah. were cutthroat and there is massive like this l- looks wildly reminiscent of that microsoft being that aggressive i understand that but if you remove the facts from it, then you're just gonna rely on arguments that are just spurious, they're just surface level. And it's just, I can't see the substance in Colin's argument. Maybe he does have it in his full video whenever he releases yeah. it to the public. I, I,
0: for, for me personally, like I don't like the thought that all these companies can be swooped up by say three major, four, even four major mm, companies. I don't, and so I don't, everybody's yeah. underneath one of the four major companies' umbrellas. I get that thought process, but it's kind of going on now with exclusive deals. It it really is. I mean, if you look at the relationships between Square Enix and PlayStation, something odd's going on there to where it's almost as if they're bought out completely
1: they're just in bed together i mean it's a it's a symptom of the relationship people have and there was a few weeks before that there was an article ah uh, on our go live we talked about two three weeks ago if we can pull it out there but basically it was uh, i don't know what the source was but they were saying that that they basically precluded Final Fantasy from actually appearing on Xbox this entire generation, any Final Fantasy game that includes Final Fantasy, the remake and whatnot. So they really you're getting that in practice without the benefits to the wider consumer anyway. Unless there's like a situation where Sony's actually funding the development of these games, none of that is suggested. So yeah, yeah there's I mean we've talked about this to to the point of death, but yeah, there's a lot to be talked about. It's going to be talked about yeah. for weeks, but yeah. I don't oh, know
0: for easy. months. Uh, Anon here uh, s- Anon says, how is taking third-party IP from PS5 great for gaming? Imagine Xbox spent $70 billion on growing the industry, fostering new talent and innovation. See, this, this guy's one of those guys that thinks that Sony has just fostered and and cultivated relationships with everybody they've bought and stuff and it's been so Amazing right again. I point to Bend Studios and on think about it Uh, They're not so happy with the way they've been treated with days gone Everything is not kumbaya over there and for this notion that you know Xbox can't build a great relationship with a developer or publisher they purchase it's just ridiculous
1: also that that statement actually doesn't. What does that actually mean? What do you mean foster and develop talent? You're telling me this studio that has been like defective creatively for so long is not going to now benefit from less pressure to develop these games properly. No, and let so, they,
0: bro, let's call a spade a spade here. He's when you use words like foster and development or, and de- develop, you're saying basically they've poured money into these studios to let them do their thing. Yeah, that's what it Except is at it. the end of the day. And that's exactly what xbox is going to do as well They've already yeah. started doing that with their developers because this notion of like, oh we're, 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 what, what is sony really doing sitting in the room patting each developer on the back? Good job today. Yeah. Good job yeah. rubbing their back No, they're paying them for product that's
1: They're sony paying them to the work what does sony do to foster the creativity of these third party? you talk about third party games and in the same breath, talk about fostering talent internally but what you you rely on the playstation's first party outfit and then you go with oh by the way they're not fostering talent and, and they could have spent the money elsewhere yeah. what do you want to do give birth to the developers that constitute organic growth it's it's it does make sense it has no bearing in reality You've Not, in Not in
0: business. Not in business. It doesn't. I, I,
1: I don't. Fostering I, I, again, what do you do? foster. How do you do that? What do you mean foster talent? What do you want to do? Explain yeah, that to me. I... The specifics: how you foster talent, build a studio from scratch, and then do what? To do what? This is how you do it. You take a studio, an outfit, and publishing outfit that has had a very murky history, and finally take them away from the machinery make better games, revive old games that you've completely like neglected. And now your existing COD game also benefits finally with some possibility of innovation in the space that game has been. And again, I I,
0: I will say that Xbox has already shown that they've been doing that. So again, I, I don't, I don't like the words foster and develop because they're just nice words to throw out there and seem like it's, it's all gravy over here, but in the, at the end of the day, it's, it's just about backing them up monetarily, making sure that they do the right thing there you know, with their games, and, and just making sure that they have all the tools and assets they need. They're not really fostering a great relationship when they're telling a studio, hey, you know what, your game was mediocre and we're not making a second. As they did with the Ben Adam Studios, Anna makes a
1: point about fostering talent like Jade Redman and getting her to fund and build a team and a new IP for her indie title. The same thing that's happening with Microsoft's first-party outfits with the Obsidians, with their own p- uh, passion project with the Grounded as a personal team. They even, even like Bleeding Edge wasn't a great game, but that was a personal pr- uh, passion project of Ninja Theory that they wanted to get and they facilitated that. They took the risks with that. There's so many titles. There's another one from. Uh, from bethesda then he's making on an indie title for that's his passion project small title uh shout out to colt in the chat you all know what that game is they're doing the same thing so like, what's what's the difference what's the difference there?
0: yeah i i think the difference is you just hear fanboy rhetoric and and i hear from xbox dudes sometimes too i i hear a lot of crazy things i mean people were really defending certain games that were just terrible in my opinion uh you know even on the xbox side but that's yeah. that, that, that's a whole different topic, but again, when you, when you want to talk about a business and act as if they can do no wrong, yet they're doing the same thing that another ex- company is doing, maybe it's in a different way. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's hypocrisy at at best.
1: Yeah, I mean, ultimately, uh, it's 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 disheveled. So many fanboys who are worried about about oh we got guys guys. we we've
0: got somebody who just joined mr colt eastwood in the house
1: Who's this guy who's this guy
0: colt welcome to the show
1: look at me look at me i love it i love it
0: now colt i i you know real quick i want to ask you this whole organic growth foster and develop their studios over at sony yeah like like as if xbox doesn't do the same thing for their studios talk to That's, us about
2: this it's such bullcrap it, it is really <laughs> such bullcrap where i think it's um it's got to be like a fanboy thing where they have to say well out here you know my, my team they make their stuff and, and who was it somebody said recently like a sports analogy like like, does it really matter, like, if you're, if you're rooting for the 49ers right now, and I don't follow football as closely as the rest of you guys, but if you're rooting for the 49ers, have you looked at their lineup of who are the heavy heaters are? Were they born and raised in San Fran, and they were, you know, <laughs> they were going down to the local smoothie station and and getting, you know, all their homegrown organic, you know, at the local gym, you know? It's it's so stupid, and and, and it's always been part of competition. that If you want... To get the best you you get the best you put them together and xbox sat there fawns they sat there for uh i don't know a decade with like five studios and one of them wasn't you had the lights off lionhead studio yep. and they weren't doing anything and the leadership didn't care gaming was an afterthought and now it's a big deal and these yeah. playstation guys feel like they're in this like special position where our games are homegrown and i heard you guys talking about ben and stuff and PlayStation has bought over half their studios. And like I said, on iron Lords, before you guys jumped on your show, what a crazy day. But like I said, on there is like routinely, you know, this Fons. every year, PlayStation money hats, two or three big games, at least from studios, they don't own and franchises they don't own. And they make that like their, their speciality. Right? So, they're like, you can't get excited about Starfield because Xbox didn't make it, you know, Bethesda make that. And they weren't on, you haven't seen a thing, but they turn around, they turn their other face around and they say, we're so excited for KOTOR. It's going to be so amazing. And they haven't seen a second of what that game looks like. So it's just hypocrisy. It's double standard. And I I could talk without breathing. I got to go into what Gaz is saying about how the media like attacks this. Like, how horrible it is that Xbox is buying up these studios, and they're making a monopoly when they're still in third place under Ten Cent. Ten Cent's going to buy everything. PlayStation is still up there in second place, I think.
0: Yeah, and yeah, second place.
2: And last year,
0: matter of fact, I, I I saw something somebody posted. They actually made more money last year than Ten Cent. So I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know, know, know how
2: they're doing it but a lot lot
0: of microtransactions and stuff that's what i mean they're not doing it with the exclusives Uh, you know the exclusive ips do make money but not as much as microtransactions and stuff that is what they're making the bulk of their money on uh but i just hate the fact that there's so much hypocrisy here colt um you know i'm not a fanboy for either team i love sony exclusive games i think they've done wonderfully with new ip and stuff but where I t- I have to point fingers at is like they come out with a game like again you've got days gone and I thought it was a great game I was waiting for the second and then they totally abandon it that to me doesn't sound like a great relationship
2: no and uh, I think stuff like that happens and it's out of your control yeah, it, exactly and Xbox has done it. PlayStation has done it and people are like, you know, Microsoft just gets by studios and shutters them. It's like, look at their history. Look at Microsoft's like 20 year gaming history. They've shuttered like three or four studios. PlayStation shuttered three or four studios in 25 years or whatever. Like it's so, it's just the hypocrisy is ridiculous. How there's always a double standard that if PlayStation goes and buys like, cause you guys were talking about Colin and um, I- I'm with the three of you, like the two of you, right? I, I, I respect Colin a lot. And I've heard everything he's had to say. And he just seems to be worried for no reason. Um, when you look at the games that Activision puts out, it's yeah. not like they're taking the world away from PlayStation. There's a lot of Call of Duty stuff, and there's a lot of other licensing things. That This is the funny part, because Gaz and I are both going through this trying to work on a video, right? Yep. Activision had a major role in Spider-Man games. They made like five or six of them that were really popular And uh, (laughs) they can never make another Spider-Man game again because PlayStation has that, they have the money chokehold on that. And so uh, it's just like, I don't understand why people have to get upset about Xbox is ruining things because you guys were saying earlier, like Fonz, you're talking about how they're in a better position now that they're going to be able to do more. And once you get Bobby Kotick to leave, they can start changing things. But here's the other thing I'll say and, and let you guys loose. Sorry, I, I love to talk. I guess that's why we started a show, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's the other thing I gotta say: like, make up your mind, <laughs> right? Yeah. You always say that Microsoft is gonna get their dirty, grimy little hands into your, into these studios and ruin them, right? Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, they're like, um, you know, because because Phil Spencer says that we let their studios do their thing. Like, they're like, oh, Sony cultivates and fosters their studios yeah. and makes great things, but. They don't want Microsoft to put their hands on these studios. So, which is it, fanboys? Which one do you want Xbox to do? Do you want them to be hands off and let Activision do their own thing, which they yeah. said they were going to do, or do you want yep. them to get in there and organically put Miracle Girl on them? Like, it, uh, I'm so God, sick the of
1: that. Huh? Haven Studios. You mean the independent studio that's probably got some money from? from PlayStation. What about all the multitude of studios that it got so much autonomy and funding from? Where's, well, just just because PlayStation is poor doesn't give you an argument. It's like, I'm sorry, comparatively it's not. And again, I don't know if you heard me
0: say earlier, Colt, but it's like Sony is doing kind of the same thing by buying exclusive because they can't afford the whole cow. So they're milking franchises. They're basically taking all the franchises away that they can't afford. What's the difference? Well, I mean, it's good. It's good money, though.
2: I I think that's. I think that's an easy purchase to make. I'll, I'll I'll pay you a tenth. I'll pay you ten percent to get that game on my platform for two year, one to two years, or I could pay you know ninety percent more and buy them.
0: But that's not the point. My point is, yes, while it's smart for business, ethically, it's it's just the same. Like you're still taking away things. You're still taking it away. From another I mean we're Street
2: Fighter, we're Street Fighter we're Street Fighter V. Where, Street Fighter, you, know, five, you know, we don't yeah. ever
0: get another another Spider-Man franchise on the Xbox. Where's Final platform. Fantasy?
2: You know, Final Fantasy no may fan, never Final come Fantasy. to Xbox yeah. again. Even though almost every single game, I think 95% of the Final Fantasy games are playable on a current Xbox console. You can't even say that about PlayStation. They they only have a handful of Final Fantasy games that are playable, and now they've bought, they've kind of pushed that franchise exclusive I, to them by pay, by cutting a check
1: i and have to touch on what talk, you said though earlier the talent by cutting those timed exclusivity is that what, what, what where are you where's your energy there well, yeah where's the fostering, fostering talent? T- of
0: talent there yeah when you yeah, when you're writing that nonsense. check to to take away from another platform you didn't someone, do anything someone, but
1: someone write a check for an no inherent deal. soul no inherent Go ahead. Soul. here's here's Go ahead.
2: another thing they're like what? you know playstation home homegrown organic you know uh, g- <laughs> grassweed smoothies yeah. right yeah but then naughty dog built the last of us two with the help of like how many studios funds helped oh, make the last of us two
0: studios that made the last of us two like they it got contracted a, war, it, out. a lot too got a
2: war over, contracted over half of the people that worked on that were contracted out they were paid to work there and then they're gone right then they yeah. move on and they go on their own projects yeah, and, and a lot and of those
0: studios that helped there also helped Xbox in some of their games, create some yes. of their games. And then what did Sony do? Buy those studios that helped out Xbox as well. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you've got Fire Sprite. You've got, uh, there's so many little studios that they bought. Valkyrie Studios. Uh, I think they might have helped with Halo Infinite as well. Uh, yeah, so Sony does the same thing, but nobody mentions that that's wrong, That that's that, that they shouldn't do that. And I think it's funny, I have to touch on this, Colt, because earlier you stated about how people are hypocrites when it comes to, they want Microsoft's hands on it, but then when they do, no, they don't want them to do anything, they're gonna ruin this. Yeah, Yeah. it's funny because the thing is, is people are always screaming, oh, well, you know what? They bought that uh, company after they made that game, so that's not really an Xbox game. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see what they do with them after. But then when they do try to do something with them, Oh, no, they, they shouldn't touch it. They should leave them alone. It Like you guys said you with Double blinding?
2: Fine with Psychonauts too. it clearly was getting better once Xbox got them more money. Yeah, they gave and, them more money. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, read the room, the guys. guys. Like Matt Booty and Phil both said on multiple, multiple interviews that they're going to let the studios build what they want, even... Uh, Tim Schaefer was on stage at E3 saying, are you going to make me do Halo and Forza, Matt Booty? And he's like, no, no, we're going to let you do your thing. Like, they made that joke because they know that's a concern. Oh, Microsoft's going to buy a studio like Double Fine that makes these quirky little um, really great cult classics. And, like, they're going to bring them in and make them make a Halo game or an online multiplayer game. And uh, they've made that message loud and clear. That yeah. So when you think about Activision coming in, you have to dig into what they're working on. One more thing I got to say, Fonz, when you're talking about Firesprite and Valkyrie and these small studios, the more I've dug into this Activision merger, the more I've realized that these five or six studios that PlayStation just bought last year, in the past year, are probably, this this is a bombshell of a revelation, but those smaller studios are probably going to be support studios for the mainline games that we already know are being worked on. So if you're yeah. thinking about oh Fire Sprite's done this in the past and done that in the past, that they'll some of these studios may just be doing online features or doing asset work or just being support studios for the big games from Gorilla and from Insomniac and the like. And that could happen. And I don't know if that will, but when I've looked at Activision, all these studios and how they've been relegated to just make Call of Duty games, it makes me think you buy these support studios, that's clearly what they are. Yeah, One of them that yeah. I'm going to talk about is um, there's a studio that works for Activision that that's all they've done their entire career is yeah. they've just helped port and they've helped yeah. do online and stuff like that. And, there's and they've so never been able studios. to sit and create.
0: Yeah, there's so many of those studios. Moby with the $5 Super Chat says, here to support the big homie Fonz and Games Talk Live, why do people act like Microsoft went to Activision when Activision went to Microsoft? Hit that uh, like exactly. button people. Yes, please hit the like button. It helps out the channel a lot. I appreciate you guys for being here. We've got the the man Colt here and also Gaz, of course, of Game On Daily. Uh yeah, I'm having a blast with these guys today. Uh we're running a little long today because well, This is um, good. Fun you should good run conversation. long. <laughs> it's no, this is great conversation because I'm tired of the hypocrisy. And I yeah. know I've always tried to toe the line of, you know, trying to be a neutral gamer, but when, when In reality, yes, I do play, play more on Xbox this generation. Last generation, I played more on the PlayStation side, but I go kind of where the multiplats are best at. And right now with multiplats having VRR on the Series X, I'm sorry, that's where they play best for me. I have a VRR television and I'm going to take use of that. Can't wait till PlayStation gets that. By the way, Yudani Quesada with the five dollars says, "This ain't a hundred dollars super chat to tell you why you're, <laughs> you're you're wrong, but just want to say you three are sexy beasts." Thank you. <laughs> Thank you're you, sexy man. yourself.
2: Do you know what he's referring to, guys? You guys have might have been on Iron Lords. There's this
1: guy constantly putting hundred dollars chat. Just to- how many times
2: did he do that?
1: I don't know. I one don't know.
2: Somebody who's who saving some money
1: on games that they don't have, so they can super chat.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: the Darge Knight, our good friend, says, Give me the, the Kojima acquisition just for the lols. Oh, my oh, gosh. No, that would be insane.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, we lost the host. Yeah. Are we the. Are we the. Oh. Yes. Now we the can take over. And uh-huh. culture. Welcome
0: to the game. I am back. Yeah, I kicked myself <laughs> out. What a dummy. You know what? My my computer is so sensitive. If I scroll you know down Ons, too fast, I get kicked out.
2: Gaz and I thought we had the keys to the kingdom. We were going to uh, do like a, did. We, we were going to do, do like hard a duet comedy thing. <laughs> oh, man. We we're going to do a dance number.
0: Yeah, everybody was going <laughs> to love that. Uh, Gaz might get naked. I, I don't want that. So, uh, Faisal007, again, with the five dollars four forty nine says, no one is talking about the testimony of Ninja Theory, how they were struggling for funding, and Double Fine 2, they only bring yes. up Lionhead Studios. Facts, my friend. Facts. What, what is and the
1: fostering it, the talent there? Yeah, Look I guess that's uh, that's
0: what you would consider fostering and developing, right?
1: That mm, guy. who has Again, I don't, Boo.
0: Again, oh, I I don't, don't like saying you. that. I Remember. just like saying that they, yeah. you know... They gave them some money for a damn
2: game. That's what they're doing, yeah. okay? Remember Not when that really one that. guy said, "Why did they buy Ninja Theory?" I don't remember what his name was, but he's like, Colin "Why?" Gas! Yes! I was <laughs> trying to be.
0: <laughs> no, so, somebody did ask why they bought Ninja Theory. A lot of people were asking that, to be yeah, honest. Yeah. And,
1: what do you mean? It's yeah. like you. I either, mean, one, you say it, they don't have all these uh, diverse and talented studios. They're resigned to multiplayer. There again. it is. But when they do do that like, oh, that doesn't fit. I'm like, hold on, just what you want. to yeah, make th- up th- your That mind. is the point. <laughs> the point of game pass is to have
0: a diverse selection of games and you yeah. need that for a, a, a service like this Spartacus exactly. I'm sorry you can't win s- uh, people over on just you know sad dad walking simulators you're gonna need those multiplats. you're gonna yeah. need other type of genres in there that yeah. is uh, that is what makes those services good I mean in anything even movies and TV you need a bunch of variety in there or else those will die out you know those services exactly. uh, in uh, how do you say this name? Infernal Tim? In- Infernal Tim One. Infernal Tim One. Infernal Tim. Oh, get it. Tim is his name. Infernal Tim One. Sorry, buddy. The biggest uh, week in gaming ends with the biggest GTL. Wow. Thank you. Love all you gents. The future is bright. So uh, thank you very much, man. That's awesome of you to say. But uh, yeah, it's it's just I I'm tired of hypocrisy, guys. This is you know a situation where I don't see. This being bad, again, you have people that are being negative on this, but at the same time saying, Microsoft would be the best fit to buy him. though. If it, if it was anybody, Microsoft would be the one to do it. Well, then what's the problem? Because somebody was gonna buy them, period. Somebody <laughs> mm-hmm. was gonna do it. If, if not Microsoft, who knows, Facebook gaming
1: so the the chat goes Spartacus doesn't need to emulate game pass game pass will turn epic ips into shovelware microtransaction piecemeal why does Spartacus exist in a desperate attempt to copy game pass why does it exist why does a a response have to exist is because game pass so game pass
0: turned you know uh, all the exclusive multi-plat games that are in game pass into shovelware Mm -hmm. it turned all the indies into shovelware it turned all the first party games into shovelware no i don't think so i've had a lot of great gaming uh, uh,
1: what was for the horizon of metacritic what was like flight sim that was a waste of time oh what's? uh
2: uh, i mean xbox had
1: the game xbox had bigger and platform
2: xbox had bigger and better games in 2021 compared to playstation and they were all in game pass and uh they had a bunch of award nominees and What a game of the year award go to? Hey, Gaz, go ahead
0: into into the settings, the mic settings, and just turn you up. You can turn Uh, yourself up.
1: All
2: right, you sound good to me, Gaz. Yeah, I I think I think anon is uh, is (laughs) he says games as a service is not the answer. No, it's it's not. It's the future, and it is the answer in the the future. Yeah, and and Uh, guys, hey, and and you know what? As if games as a service aren't a uh, aren't an answer, then don't you don't play any multiplayer games. Don't do it. don't go online and play and play games and don't ever hope for expanded dlc don't ever hope for new maps don't ever hope for (laughs) new new expansions to games yeah yeah games and service and and i and
0: i talk about you know when i when i'm describing some of those games like sad dad walking simulators i'm just joking guys I, i don't believe in that i i love those games you guys know that but
2: you, it's just you something have people to have, say all the time.
0: Yeah, you do yeah. have to have variety in, in these types of services. That is key for Game Pass. That is key for any service like that. So yeah. it, it's just it's obvious. Spartacus, it's dead on arrival if it just, if it banks on the notion that it's going to come out with just nothing but nostalgia, old games. I'm sorry, that's not going to cut it. It's not yeah. going to do anything for them. They need new titles in there. They need fresh stuff. Even if they didn't do day and date with their biggest games, which I think they have to do now. They personally, I th- I feel like they should do. Uh, I, I think they're still going to build upon may- maybe making smaller games, first party smaller games, and throwing them in there day and date. Uh, some multiplat games, day and date. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, the The Last of Us uh, multiplat that we've been waiting for forever now. The factions game, maybe that'll be a d- day and date. Should be. Yeah. I mean, they need stuff like that in, in, in that service, or it's dead on arrival. I, I'm not going to purchase it. Without day and date games, I'm not there.
1: I'm not there yeah. either, unless they miraculously get backwards compat for, you know, like Street Fighter. Oh, like the PlayStation 1 and PlayStation 2 slate somehow, which just turned out to be a little bit of nonsense, this whole rumor mill about that backwards compat turned out to be just be really an ad. But if that happens, maybe, but otherwise, you're right. It's dead in the water. It needs to do day and date. Now, with Xbox getting all these studios, they're going to have games every not even every quarter they might have every couple of months so it's like you you have to do something day and yeah, day you're happening. not you're not going to spend you're not going to
0: spend 15 to 20 bucks on old games guys you're not going to do it most people won't yeah most yeah, gamers won't i don't because so. i so. bought
2: just cause once for a dollar 62 yesterday <laughs> <laughs> greg played carter was about 20 played about 20 minutes and i'll never play it again it looks really bad
0: and that's what i do with a lot of older games man like even on xbox's side they they have the best back compat there is in gaming and i jump in there and i play some of those old games for like 10 20 minutes and i'm like okay i'm done yeah especially some of the older titles they don't hold up bro some of the real yeah it
2: it gets a little rough with some of the 360 stuff
0: yep um, yep Anything before the Xbox One generation, it's like, it's hit and miss. Greg Carter with The Five says, if they can convert even a percentage of not just COD players, but World of Warcraft players, StarCraft players, and Candy Crush players to Game Pass, it's huge additional
2: numbers to Game Pass. Yes, it it is. Can I, let's say something Mm -hmm. about converting Call of Duty players, because I truly believe that a Call of Duty hardcore, that um, there are millions of Call of Duty fans that don't care where they play they just get a box and they play Call of Duty. And most Call of Duty players are on console. Yeah. And I truly believe... Uh, so we're hearing Call of Duty is with PlayStation, with a with a marketing deal until 2024. So there's possibly three Call of Duties coming out that are still multi-plat. So if you're looking in 2025, <laughs> yeah. put your mind forward in the future to 2025 when the new Call of Duty comes out. Yeah, I would bet you that so many millions of... Call of Duty players, if they find out that the next Call of Duty is not coming out on PlayStation, they'll just go buy a Series S or an X. My mate what? You know, he's not
1: a massive gamer. He called me up because he saw my like Instagram story and stuff. He's like, mate, is COD not coming? Do I have to buy an Xbox to play COD now? Because I've always had a PlayStation. He hasn't got a PS5, but now he's like, do I buy an Xbox now? It wasn't even a question. He's like, he's buying an Xbox if COD is exclusive. So yeah. 100%. they're like like he's one
2: he's one of those guys that he only buys call of duty every year you know when 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 thanksgiving time not for him but when when the holiday season comes around he's like oh the new call of duty comes out and people like that because we get in this bubble where we think everybody thinks the way we do about console generations and stuff like you're thinking you're talking about millions of players who play call of duty on a ps4 and an xbox one and it still runs at 60 frames still plays excellent still looks really good so they don't care and they'll just come yeah. up and they'll go oh uh the new call of duty is not going to play on my on my on my console oh yeah. i'll just go buy a 300 dollars series s and, and then they and, will and i tried to
0: maintain that uh, while i do and we didn't get into this uh, at all guys and i kind of waited to see if colt jumped in but where are you at, Gaz, on will Call of Duty be exclusive or will it stay multi-plat?
1: So uh, I was at the front lines of where everyone was, but I, look, Phil, sta- Phil Spencer made that statement and I, part of me took it at face value because I, I don't think he would... Some people are saying, look, it's tactically spoken because what's the yeah, word? Desire. He desires. the And and I made a little meme about desire by Phil Spencer from Dolce mm-hmm. & Gabbana or whatever, or Phil Spencer or Gabbana. It's like, it's going to be, yes, This is there's in, in a realm like this where you're talking about $70 billion, there's going to be corporate speak. That tweet wasn't just pushed by Phil. It was pushed by a team of lawyers standing above, behind yep. him and like, ah, no, delete that. But that in that so there mm-hmm. is that point. So they like don't take a face value, but they I think there's so much. It's remember one thing. I will not put myself in a position like I do with Bethesda. I said it was stupid. Don't do it. But it looks like from what Phil was saying to CNBC, it looks like this is definitely Game Pass exclusive. And me and Aiso are going there at this multiple times with COD. I'm not so sure because you've got Minecraft. This is a different statement. So a lot of people are saying it's the exact same statement as the Bethesda one. No, it isn't. No, it isn't because he said. We will honor pre-existing contractual obligations. And then he goes on to say, but Call of Duty, we desire Call of Duty to be on PlayStation. That could mean a multitude of things. It could mean Warzone is Call of Duty. So they could do that for, for, for whatever. Because Call of Duty, Warzone is a big fish now in the game. It could also mean their desire is now contingent on conditions. Because why would you not put conditions? All right, all right. You want our game. Because this is our game now. You want our game on your platform? Integrate Xbox Game Pass on your system or Xbox Live or whatever, something like that. Or yeah, there's there's tip a, or a caveat. There, there could be a, there's could yeah. be so there could be a multitude of caveats. The desire can mean one thing, but people are going to say, "Oh, it's war zone," or "It's definitely that." You don't know that unless you have insight into some insider knowledge. It could be read multitude of different yeah. ways. And, and just That's real quick,
0: from the reason why that jumped out to me, especially the word desire, and the reason why I don't take it at face value is because mm-hmm. of my company. My company has has put out memos a lot. In Uh which they would use that word desire they desire to do this they desire to do that (laughs) and you know what that desire usually ended up being something that screwed us over (laughs) (laughs) that is why i I jumped on that word and said you know i I don't know about this uh colt what, what
2: what say you man uh my first reaction was that oh they're throwing a bone to playstation they're trying to play nice they're trying to make sure that they don't uh rock the boat and that they can get this deal to go through because it's super Facts. important to them. Okay, but then the more I think about it, uh, I know about corporate speak and I know about uh, communications messaging and and trying to um, there there may be a little bit of a publicity stunt in this tweet because there's a couple of reasons Phil didn't need to say anything and he definitely didn't need to say anything that day and he did and it was huge. Yep. Yeah. So um, I think. A publicity stunt. As far as uh, there's a couple things. they're Trying to keep Xbox in the news cycle, which he did very well. Yeah. Another thing I think is Phil says we desire to keep PlayStation on the keep uh, Call of Duty on the PlayStation platform means we want. I'll do it like this. We want to keep Call of Duty on the PlayStation. It's very important to them. They make a quarter mm. of a billion dollars a year. You know, over 250 million dollars a year, they clear just on Call of Duty alone. And that's yeah. a big pay cut if that goes away. We want to make sure they have that, right? That's an, we want to be the good guys. Yep. But our desire is to keep it. And let's just see if PlayStation wants to meet, like a guy said, meet our terms of the agreement. Like you yeah. want PlayStation to stay, you want Call of Duty to I always keep saying it back and forth. If you want Call of Duty to stay on PlayStation. What's it going to, you know, how much is it worth to you? And they're yeah. not asking for money. Like Microsoft's not interested in money. They don't need money. They need something else. <laughs> yeah. They need leverage. There's some yeah. type of leverage. And you, either it's put game pass on your PlayStation consoles or it's something bigger. And Phil says, we desire to keep calling you on PlayStation, but we know they're not going to say yes. And yeah. if that's what's happening, Think about it, because if I say 2025 is when Call of Duty could finally be exclusive or not, that's a long time ago from when he tweeted out, we desire to keep it. And that distance means they can shuffle and move, and they can drop a hammer saying, you want to play Call of Duty? It's on Game Pass. It's on your smart TV. It's on your mobile. It's your tablet, your Kindle, your phone. It's on Xbox One. It's on Cloud. It's on Xbox Series S and X and it's on pc and steam you can still play call of duty everywhere but that one spot yeah, yeah. that's I, what i, I think I, is going on I,
0: I am with you colt 100 about this uh we made similar videos on it as well like talking about mm-hmm. uh this and uh i
2: feel that the the main point of the what he said on hold Twitter, on hold on i don't want you to lose your train of thought i want to i, I got to stop nip this in the bud because it there's two things that get happen when we get this conversation. They say Xbox is being anti-consumer. This isn't <laughs> anti-consumer. Anti-consumer is PlayStation sitting there, not buying more games for you as consumer. That's anti-consumer. They're charging anti-consumer. you
1: more for the games. And They're charging you-, you more. Pro-consumer so anti-consumer? means...
2: Anti-consumer is not giving Xbox users a better value. And another thing yeah. that... No, no, pro-consumer, it, to why, me, pro-consumer to me is giving me more games within Game Pass. Yes, the other thing I got to call out is people saying, Anon says gatekeeping exclusives are good now. This is not anywhere near what gatekeeping is as a definition. Gatekeeping gatekeeping is keeping people off a platform for certain reasons like accessibility. You have to use big brain and look into what gatekeeping means. Exclusives are not gatekeeping. Otherwise, PlayStation is far (laughs) more of a gatekeeper than Xbox (laughs) is even close to being. Pause, I'm so sorry to part- interrupt you. It's
1: third parties. Yeah, cuz I can
0: say this, guys. I could say, well, if you really feel that way about exclusives, then, you know, what what Microsoft is doing here is basically giving more to uh, more platforms, I would say. Uh 100%. PlayStation has got the singular platform. Okay, you can play this on PlayStation and that is it. Microsoft yeah. is saying, "Hey, if you'll have Game Pass on your platform, you're welcome to it." Exactly. That's, that, that, that's honestly, You're, it's on phones, it's on PC, it's on X, Xbox, you know, the S and X, like yeah. they've got multiple ways for you to play these games. These people contort
1: themselves backwards to defend a company that is charging them more than anything (laughs) for the exact same games. They're gatekeeping third-party exclusives for a long period of time, multiple, multiple ones, and then they're saying it's bad. They're going to foster more development, more creativity in these studios that are defunct of creativity for a long time. What's the? They're just. They're just going to keep. I would suggest it's your show, but I just suggest not. (laughs) paying mind to the anonymous so, guy who doesn't really have any substance behind his work
0: i i, I uh i you know i was going <laughs> to say earlier that i agree with colt on the exclusivity thing i think that they future cod games outside of these agreements they will fulfill the agreements just like with bethesda i think yeah. they will go exclusive outside of warzone now warzone yeah. i believe will be like bethesda's esl Elder Scrolls it, Online yeah. being multi, it's already there.
2: Yeah, it's already I, there. They're, Why they're not pulling? They never. They're not going to pull anything. Off, yeah, ever. and,
0: and yeah. Xbox is. You got to admit they are good for that to where they're not like, oh, we're taking that away from you, what yeah, you've yeah. already had. Um, so they will leave that there, but the future COD games, the mainline games, will be exclusive. I believe. Now, mm-hmm. even if I'm wrong, I don't care. At the end of the day, if they go, you know, stay multi-plat, i I don't care. Uh, as long as I get my games in Game Pass day one, that's that's all I give a crap about. Same with Spartacus. If they did day and date, that's all I would care about. Day and date and Spartacus. That's all mm-hmm. I would care about. Darnell Hill said, with the $5 says, Call of Duty could have a timed exclusivity to it. Imagine a one-year exclusive on a yearly release. Even if it wasn't a yearly release, a one-year exclusive is huge for people. Because Call of Duty? Yeah, any yeah. game especially for call of duty if especially they were to do that even Dia. if even if it came out biannually you know uh this game would start to drop every other year the mainline yeah. call of duty and they have yeah, a I one mean year that's timed exclusive
2: that, there's that, no reason there's no reason to make it timed no no if, there uh, isn't but i'm saying if call if of duty did, comes out every year huge. or if they're switching to every other year a one or year timed exclusive isn't going to work because they'll just yeah like they would just it would just be perpetually away from playstation you might as well just make it fully exclusive to the xbox but isn't that what PC. playstation
0: is and that what playstation's doing with uh, franchises like final fantasy
1: yeah but yeah i COD mean I... different with with cod you don't even need to do it you know game pass is alone that is a massive win you're getting that game for let's say free with a subscription cost Whereas someone is paying 70 quid on playstation is already like that oh. I mean, it doesn't need to happen anyway, but I think if Microsoft's serious about building his Xbox Game Pass subs, it needs to have COD exclusive. Yeah. I'm fully behind COD being exclusive.
0: Yeah. Uh, Purple Haze 4564, the $5 says, do you think PlayStation will do a trade-off like having Spider-Man or some other PlayStation game for Xbox having COD? No. I. You guys can speak on this as well. No, that ain't ever going to happen. No.
1: Yeah. There could be there could be, see, in terms of conditions, it could be all sorts of things. Like drop your stance on crossplay, drop your stance on on the you know, holding mm. this IP to hostage, less third party. Cod is a force. COD is a force in the what was the number one selling game on PlayStation? Is that third party? It's COD, even though Vanguard was COD. Ca- it's
2: Call of Duty or Minecraft really, if it's yeah, not GTA exactly. five. Like, those yeah, exactly. are the top three games are GTA 5, Call of Duty, and Minecraft almost every year. So uh, yeah. Superboto
0: for the $5 says, uh, Do you guys think Phil's statement was made to put Sony's investors at ease? No, I think it was made to put the regulators at ease. Look like a good guy here and, uh, yeah. you know, toe that line right now. Make it seem like, you know, hey, we want to do the right thing here, guys. So we're not going to take anything away. Well, again, it comes down to caveats, man. I think there could be those caveats where they say, you can have call of duty but it's gonna cost you a little bit more it's gonna we might take some of your you know because every time they put a game out on some console they always take a percentage of that microtransaction Mm -hmm. that may be sold maybe they get less of it who knows or maybe they say hey here's a version of game pass that you can have with COD on it but you got to have game pass there you know
2: there's got to be some caveat yeah i just i can't see a lot of people ask me about Game Pass on PlayStation 4 and 5. And I just can't, I can't see, see it happening. It. No. Because they're not going to rip to out every they're not they're not gonna rip out every 360 and Xbox One and Xbox series exclusive. They're not gonna rip out every Xbox yeah. version of multiplats. Like they have to go and it's just not that simple. And to yeah. offer it on PlayStation, we're like, well, where's because not everybody understands, right? You load up Game Pass on your PlayStation, and you're like, well, where's Forza? And they're like, oh, that doesn't, that's yeah. an Xbox exclusive. Yeah. It's exclusive yeah. to Game Pass. Hey, hey, and real Xbox quick, would never do it. I,
0: I have to talk about a, a comment I just saw. Boozy the Clown said, would Sony give Xbox COD? No, they wouldn't. <laughs> no. No, they no. wouldn't. See, and that's the thing, guys. <laughs> I, I said this I'm on really IOP, and it. I'm dead serious. They buy exclusive games, exclusivity to games, because they can't afford the
2: publisher.
1: If they could afford oh, the so publisher it. or the devs, they would do it. They would do obvious. it in a heartbeat 100 percent, and it wouldn't even be a question about what apart from boozy's question but he's alluding to the obvious which is it wouldn't be a question because 100 percent, it would be exclusive to sony well sony's to be fair 70- had, but 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 here's the thing
0: sony's mindset has always has been traditionally take from the other platforms take yeah. this away yeah that's what I mean, they've be, been doing traditionally
2: to be fair, 70% of the console sales of Call of Duty are on the PlayStation. So if PlayStation buy Activision, they would look down at that smaller portion of Xbox sales and go, yeah, we don't need you. Like This will pay for itself easily. Mm. But yeah. then again, Xbox has the leverage of Game Pass. PlayStation doesn't have Game Pass. So Xbox says, Game Pass and our like platform on PC and consoles is well enough to make up the portion that goes to PlayStation. So they have every right. And here's the other weird thing that not a lot of us talk about is Phil has no real business. I got to ask gas on this speaking on the future plans of a company. They do not, they have not purchased yet. And in the, uh, we saw it with the Bethesda acquisition. They couldn't talk about the future of what they wanted to do until the very moment yep. the was signed, stamped, and delivered. And then Phil put out the clip, and now Fonz will play it.
0: This is about <laughs> delivering great exclusive games for you that ship on
2: platforms where Game Pass exists yes i love i love how you got just that one sentence that phil right fawns phil didn't say those words until the ink was dry yep. and everything was said and done before they couldn't and uh i gotta ask gaz gaz put on your uh your best legal hat and kind of explain to us why you think phil can't talk about this sort of stuff like he, why you can't I'm talk about future plans
1: legal before. hat on
2: yeah. Oh no! <laughs> He's actually literally going to do it. <laughs> Man, I wish I had Gaz's hair.
1: Ah yes.
2: <laughs> Sorry, I've um, seen it in the delay on the show. I'm watching on on YouTube.
1: <laughs> um, ultimately, look, they there are so many moving parts. There's no way, shape, or form in any way. That we're gonna get any more information or any statements that are definitive until the deal is done. In terms of mergers and acquisitions, this is right at the top there. Legal team will put a massive, like tight muzzle around Spencer's mouth. In fact, the the statement there was all that you're probably gonna get for a long time. The difference with the Bethesda thing, though, there were signs there when he was interviewing it. It was very you'll get a little bit more of those vague stuff but we read into it and i was like convinced i'm like that's definitely exclusive to xbox because the way he was saying it so what we'll see now is spencer when he does these interviews or whatnot he'll be very careful in suggesting that but i will be listening those into those because you'll get an intent around it you can read it through, but there's no way. Impossible. Uh, Impossible he will make any definitive statement until that deal is done. There's too much. It's like, the, you know, the um, when Dr. Dre signed with Beats and bloody, what's his name? Um, thingy just kind of blurted out a day or two before it was going to be completed that set so much like that everyone panicked They're like oh my god the deal the deal could have fallen yeah. through even those yes. couple of days before dre or apple announced the deal getting done it's same kind of thing yeah no, no way it's it gonna be announced. and i'll
2: tell you guys something kind of like behind the scenes like with phil um I know people have this preconceived idea of what they think Phil is, you know, with like the silver tongue and stuff. And it that could be that couldn't be further from the truth because Phil doesn't really like uh following like the the communications messaging and and like this like the specialized responses to things because Phil's um nobody's gotta to, toe the line still. Yeah, right, because he likes to when he's in with the media, he likes to just say it how it is, and his marketing PR team get really nervous because Phil is just like a straight shooter. He just likes to tell it how he thinks it is, and it's part of the reason why he got in a hot water when he said like the cross-platform ban thing because Phil's just spe- speaking from personal experience, and everyone says, well, that's his stance as the uh, leader of Microsoft Gaming and Xbox. So yeah. watch out for Phil when he's interviewed about the Activision and Blizzard merger because I think you're going to be able to pick up cues, guys, from things yeah. that he wants to do uh, between things that he's supposed to say. And someone said, Darnell Hill said, Major Nelson said they can't talk about it until after acquisition. It's literally illegal. Yeah. And I'm going yeah. to, I'm going to have Hoag's Law on my show tomorrow yeah. night on XNC. And I'm yeah, going to ask him guy. to at least, yeah. specific questions and we're going to get way into it and it's going. yeah be
0: nice. I, I i heard him a little bit on ilp and what he was saying i was agreeing with a wholeheartedly like i was saying the same thing before you know i even heard him talk on it so i'm glad i'm on the right side of things when it comes to the, the legal yeah. side uh yeah. Mo B for five dollars says uh do you guys think we'll see more acquisitions from microsoft
1: this year yeah and possibly you think so? before june I- yeah, mm. they're sitting on a... So Microsoft, as scary as this sounds and unconscionable as it sounds, they're sitting on $60 billion that they need to spend by June. Uh, so they've done it, might not do it in the gaming space, but I think, like the trajectories there um so they might yeah they've got 60 billion man and they'll make that money up next year someone at xbox era is telling me about this as well um there is they 60 billion dollars by june so you might see the only thing Mm -hmm. is the more acquisitions happen the more the it's Mm. a slippery slope because regulators will look at the full picture so they'll look at activision blizzard in light of this whatever pending or prospective acquisition with say i don't know capcom or something it's going to be trickier the more acquisitions happen activision blizzard is such a big one that it really kind of not jeopardizes but it makes it harder for xbox subsequent ones to happen it's going to be very difficult but there's a lot moving there's a lot of politics involved in there as well you have to understand you're talking about china as well a lot of politics there with tencent and global politics gets involved in kind of Mm. in this realm so there it's but i think it will happen based on it whether or not it's going to be in the gaming space who knows but consolidation is happening everywhere you're definitely going to see a lot more from everyone come in this generation you know
0: methusio i i i don't know how do you say, how you say that name Methusial Thin- or Methusel? Methusel? Methusel. uh for yeah. nine dollars thank you very much man i'm sorry if i butchered your name but he says jez says it may be in xbox's long-term interest to keep sony strong to keep 10 cent apple uh from buying them and compete in the same level any thoughts
2: sony's not gonna have any problem this is gonna kill sony to have uh, for Xbox to have 30 studios and cranking out more games than PlayStation that will not kill PlayStation that will push them to buy more stuff.
0: Then it, they'll, it they'll money have more games.
2: Yeah. No it doesn't way. kill
0: them, but this, this does hurt them because they did lose uh, what? 20 billion. The the first day this was uh, announced.
2: Yeah, they lost because you were stock, watching that. They, they, lost, 20 st- they billion. lost stock, but Activision Blizzard took a nice hike in the green um, yeah. from this uh yeah places the, should be the fine.
0: impact here is definitely going to be felt by sony and the rest of the industry as, as, as well um, sure. there's a lot there's huge impact here but i think there's more good impact than negative impact and uh,
1: it depends uh, on who you are so for, <laughs> for well sony. i'm talking about
0: i'm talking about in terms of the gaming landscape in terms of activision blizzard being uh hopefully a healthy company yet again you know something that Uh, because you know the last even before the lawsuits and everything before that activision blizzard has lost its way like
1: it lost its way in so many different ways it lost its way it was had a even last gen they were kind of like riddled for the death of so many good games lack of support of blur tony hawk's guitar hero so many, so many Mm -hmm. things but all i will say is this whilst i am confident this is resoundingly positive for gamers uh, and activision fans and cod fans and whatever it's not a guarantee that xbox is going to do justice it has it's a tricky part one to manage an acquisition this size and then also to assimilate them perhaps with the wider culture because he's talking about The culture has to change at Activision. It's not easy. You're like seen as an outsider trying to cultivate that in a studio that has lots of migrations going forward. How do you reconcile that? Are you going to bring in new talent? It is a very Herculean task. So Xbox has that that massive pressure to get that done it's not offshore fire here i know i say it's great for gamers it's great on the face of it it's great but there are massive challenges there may be all sorts of skeletons in that activision closet that we haven't even heard of that Microsoft's going to be digging through and then we're like well, how are we going to fix they've this? adopted so those
2: much- no. yeah they've yeah. adopted those problems and they know full well um yeah. but they also got them in cheaper because of uh, some of the problems they've dealt with but gaz makes a really good point because even with the Activision merger, we're not going to hear it like uh, some people are thinking maybe it'll close in a year instead of maybe a year and a half. But yep. no matter which way you slice it, when we talk about other mergers that that Xbox may make or other buyouts, you won't see a game that's exclusive or unique to that to Xbox for a year, maybe two years after they sign the deal, or from now, like just think about it. And it's all about timing. Like games these days almost all games are taken in almost five years to make. Yeah. And so when you look at, if you, if you space out five year games and you have all these games that are five years apart and you throw them in on an acquisition and then you have to fight, you have to finalize the deal and you have to fill contractual obligations. Then you find this gap where it's going to take a while before that purchase becomes a reality for Xbox. It's so you're, with
0: Bethesda. this goes
2: back. Yeah. Then, yeah. This goes back to like when, the, when they asked, hey, Gaz and Fonz and Cole, are they going to buy more studios? Absolutely, because they have to start picking up the slack because they started Xbox Game Studios in 2018, and it's taken a long time for the games to come out. It's taken yeah. a long time, and their big stuff won't come out until 2023. I, I, I,
0: think, I think you're going to start seeing more now. You're, you're not going to see them buy a lot of big companies or anything. I think you're going to start to see them buy more exclusivity, uh, on games, like kind of what Sony's doing, put straight into Game Pass for you yeah. know six to six months to a year. I think mm-hmm. you're going to start seeing more of that because they've got to offset some of that. They're, like you said, there's time in between these games being made that need to be filled. So you're going to yeah. see more of that. Uh, you're going to see some big AAA games, uh, multi-plats being thrown into Game Pass, even uh, even if they're not exclusive. But being thrown into Game Pass gives a lot of people question you know they'll they'll question themselves should i spend 60 70 dollars over there or come over to game pass and play it here for ten dollars a month yeah
2: yeah that's that a lot
0: of people are going to start doing that and that will bring people to game pass as well um
1: definitely
0: but they need more i i said that from the beginning i was like the only way game pass will be successful is if they buy a lot of different studios and have a little a lot of different variety of games and it seems that they're doing that it's, they've done
1: that man they've got every on. the only thing they don't seem to have is a strong japanese outfit but you can say tango game works that's one single entity where th- but that's it's not the like only... phil hasn't
0: tried he's been flying yeah. over to japan uh, quite frequently trying to get more games and stuff and he has gotten a lot of games into game pass japanese games uh, i've seen more of those in the past year so
1: So, you you might get some kind of i don't know how the acquisitions work internationally but they might see some japanese talent they need that
0: the problem is you're going into territory where you're having certain companies like take square enix for instance having these relationships with sony that won't allow them to put their games in game pass and and that is a problem yeah,
1: yeah, definitely.
0: Gamers Watch for the $5 real quick. I'm going to say he said Nintendo and Sony have been buying their way to the top for two decades and now fanboys are getting upset over Greenberg and his profile picture.
2: I didn't see was. his profile <laughs> picture. Yeah, yeah, like, they, I they really it.
0: are. What is it?
1: Uh, uh oh he, it's him going like this and crashing doing that yeah, so. yeah.
0: who cares <laughs> yeah. who cares i
1: care I thanks a lot he gamers watch i appreciate you man. you love the source I know yeah you love he's the got source.
0: his podcast out there the gamers watch <laughs> podcast go ahead and listen Game to that youtube channel as well uh, great guy yeah. uh yeah so i don't know guys like for me it's just uh at the end of the day we're gonna have a lot of speculating going on and Phil knew what he was doing with that tweet because he's going to get a lot of people speculating. He's going to continue to get that limelight shed on Xbox. And it's a good one, even though some of these journalists are turning it into a bad one, which, again, we, we've been discussing. We don't understand. But I think that it, overall, uh, there's nothing that he's said so far that is, like, alarming or anything. Like,
1: yeah. I'm not worried. I'm, I'm just I'm not scared i will say like it may come across that we are intolerant to dissenting opinions it's only because we feel strongly that the Opinions are formed without any substance. You're not offering enough there. So when when we do come at it, it's like that. Of course, Colin's entitled to think it's, like he said, corrosive. But if you don't back it up or I feel you haven't backed up, I will call it out. Same with Jason Shrye said, let's immediately call the DOJ. I'm right entitled to it. Again,
0: you you Mm -hmm. have to go back to it, Gaz. They were going to be sold anyway. So what was the alternative here?
1: because apparently if you like tencent yeah if, if you like 10 tencent bought
0: them I, I that's when i would worry that's when that i would, would be on be their horrendous. side going all oh, this That would be bad.
1: horrendous that would be horrendous for the entire gaming space tencent haven't proven any goodwill in this space so no so i d- look it's gonna be a hot topic the scale of this deal will naturally is going to bring in the talk of consolidation it was going to be obvious but back it up back it up or you're going to get
0: <laughs> Brian Harris, thank you for the five dollar super chat. I don't know if you meant to not say anything, but if you did, meant to mean to say something, let me know in the chat, and I will read it. Thank you. But yeah, Colt. I mean, yeah. To, to let, let's go ahead and wind this down, wrap this up, guys. Uh, Colt, you have a show tomorrow. You're going to be talking about uh, all this stuff with uh, Hogue Law. That's going to be very interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. Get some really good questions written out for him and stuff, because I, I want to hear more on what he had to say. Uh, today on the uh, iron Lords, he said a lot of good things, but it was such a short amount of time. I want to hear what, what he's going to say for, with you, Yeah, I've
2: got him for the whole show. And for the first half, I've also got, uh, I usually don't say who I've got for the show until like the last minute, but I've got Brad Sam's coming on with us for the first half of the show. And then, uh, when he dips out, it'll be Hoag's law and I, so we're cool, really going to cool. dig into this, um, all this stuff that most people th- think they may know and i yeah. wish i could know but yeah we'll see what happens it should be really good he's put out a couple great videos and i've they're long listens like because there's a lot of stuff to discuss and he knows a lot about corporate law and yeah, it's gonna be good
0: yeah well and he likes to keep
2: show. it fun he said he he was getting a little spicy on iron lord so we, he we should be really fun because he's really he passionate really about about both uh, law and gaming so I'm excited Very intelligent. Very intelligent. Yeah, really and, well and I like
0: what control. he had to say for sure. So um, yeah, anything else you want to say on this guys before we wrap this up? Because honestly, uh, I, if you have something to say, l- let them know, let people know.
1: Just embrace it. It's gonna be <laughs> we we said this gen is going to be epic. This is gonna this is a turning point. We didn't get to talk about metaverse. But ultimately, the gaming is pioneering microsoft are using gaming every all all companies are using gaming to push us into another era good or bad metaverse all that it's a bit crazy but this is the best gen in gaming i'm sure i don't have enough time you talk about xbox has no games no xbox has too many games i don't have enough time i don't have enough time especially a content creator you have no time insane Thank you so much, Fonz, for letting me on, man. What a great show, Oh, no, of course,
0: man. Like, I didn't know Colt was going to join, but, you know, I I had to let Colt in and say his, you know, piece because I know he had
1: a lot to say. (laughs) Kaz, where can they find you, man? Let them know uh, thank you thank you so much for tuning in please check out gameondaily.com hopefully we're a force in the metaverse uh, or exist and check out our youtube channel game on daily or one word we might have we have more videos coming in and maybe a little bit a source to tackle all the fake concern i mean uh, real concerns uh, thank you so much uh, please hit the like button
0: sauce. yeah please hit that like button it would help out so much guys it really does uh you know I'm really shocked that there's still 230 people in here right now. I appreciate you, really. It's been a great show, phenomenal show, and that is, you know, over 200 people here with Iron Lord still going on, guys. Still. still going on. That's like a six-hour oh show a day. What? It's insane. What is still going on. They're still going on, and they still got over 1K viewers. Yes. Yes. What? Uh, amazing, amazing. Those guys are great, though, they deserve it, anyways. Uh, Colt, let everybody know where they could find you and watch your show tomorrow.
2: Yeah, um, I have a channel called Colt Eastwood, and yeah. it's all you one word. Colt East- it. Yeah, it's a little thing That's that I'm doing, channel. and uh, yeah, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm I'm really nervous because I'm gonna spend a lot of time tomorrow putting that getting that show ready. I don't know, I'm super nervous. I don't know why That's I get so nervous. Vaughn probably doesn't, you guys don't yeah, get I nervous, still,
0: I, I get nervous still. Yeah, you know,
2: yeah, I, I always I just feel better
0: meet. when I'm amongst friends, though. Like, with you guys, yeah, I'm yeah. not nervous.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. I had Asa and Gaz on, and it was just so... Was that relaxed. last week? Yeah. That was last week. It was so relaxed. And, yep. um, yeah, but it should be really good. I had Brad Sams on my show before, and he's really, really good on a podcast. It's just tough to get him nailed down with his work stuff, but he's really good. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, you can find me there. Uh, I'll also be kind of cranking away in a video playing games with my kids but <laughs> great game is so good like i can't believe how many games we have coming uh 500 hours of dying light <laughs> uh february's gonna be crazy oh, so yeah just keep an eye out we're gonna have a good time it'll be uh yeah, it'll be fun thanks sir well thanks everybody for coming <clears throat> the 230 some people checking out games talk live even while and lords is still going fawns can yeah. still draw a great crowd so that's on you
0: guys, man. That's on you guys. The, nah, if, if it, nah. It's the guests that bring the people. Uh, take I really three, like that.
1: We are familiar. This is us. This yeah. is I love this because
0: you know I'm really close <laughs> with both of you and it's, it's really great to have you guys on and talk about these games, talk about the industry. It's always a nice time. And honestly, the chat that comes out every week for me, I appreciate you guys so much. Uh, honestly, nice. you guys are the best. Um, I, I don't honestly. say that lightly. Uh, If you can, on your way out, please hit the like button, guys. I really uh, enjoyed doing this show for you today, and I'm really glad that Gaz and Colt were here uh, to talk about this stuff. And uh, honestly, uh, you can find me uh, right here on this channel, or you're probably listening to me on Spotify, maybe, or Apple Podcasts. If you're not, you can. You can find me on any streaming platform out there. Uh, And uh, I'll just say until next time, game on, guys. Thank you. Peace out.